are listening to Free Beers and a Movie. Nice. And welcome to episode 16 of Three Beers and a Movie. We are once again at the Raven in Glasgow. I am Richard Laird and I've been joined by Colin McKay. You're back. Can I tell you back, Colin? Yeah, a week off. And a week back. off and you're back. Yeah. And also by Lorraine McKillop. Who is bringing a lady's opinion to us for the first time. Sensible. Is it possibly the most sensible opinion out of all of us, yes. Um, it's nice to have a different look upon things. Um, so what are you drinking today, Colin? Yeah. Oh, Apple Hi. from uh, from Scotland. It's from Top Out Brewery in Edinburgh. Top Out Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. she's in Scotland. So at least one of us reached out to this ship. No, it was a great country. Okay. Uh, and Lorraine, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking. I think it was Hefeweizen from the yeah. West Brewery yeah. in Glasgow. Very nice as well. Which is confusing because Hefeweizen is German. It's a German, is, brewery. a German brewery. That's why West isn't. Was yes, it, it is. It's, it's, that's the whole that's theme a, that's of it. The that's the tagline. Is like German German beer done the Glasgow way or something. Or German like that. He- head in Glasgow, Glasgow heart. heart. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. When did they stop in a Scottish brewery? They've always been German brewery. They're owned by Scottish people who do a German style of lager. Have you ever been? You ever been to it? To what? The West? West brewery. Right, I'll take you. Yeah, it's good, you'll enjoy it. I thought West was a Scottish. Do you think you'll take you there? She'll happily take you along there right now. <laughs> no, I thought it was a Scottish place. No. It is Scottish. It's Scottish. Right, see, no, right. There's it's, different methods of, of doing beer. Not, one at a time. Right. Okay. It's not like you've got Germans walking around in lederhosen and slapping thighs and all that. I mean, it's in Glasgow. Does the beer hall have that? No. No. Okay. The beer hall's not doing their own beers though. We hope you sell other people's beers. Aye. The West Brewery brew their own beers. In Germany or And they do, no, do it in Scotland, but using the German you've process. Also, you've also got, is it Brauhaus? Brauhaus, yes. Yes, which is another German beer yeah. hall in the city centre. But it's brewed in Scotland, so it's, it's no, 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 they do, do German, actual German beers. So West, and German foods. So West is Scottish beer pretending? No, no, it's not. It is a Scottish brewery who use a German method. In the same way you get the American method or the Australian method or the Dutch method of doing they, beers, they, they do it under the German method. They, they actually do a brewery, brewery tour. Do you think you'd like a brewery tour? Maybe I think you'd have cheated though. Why? Because it's not really German. It's done the German method. Yeah, by Scottish people. Do you want to eat Goodfellas pizza? Aye, but that's made in Holland. It's not made in Holland. Yeah. Dr. Rutgers is the same as well. Okay, so it's made in Holland by the Italian recipe. It's still pizza, isn't it? I know, but it's like West is like a Scottish brewery. Is it this? You've never Scotland. even been? No, but I just thought in general because you see everywhere. That's all. Okay, see, mate, that will probably taste fizzier than mine because it's a German beer. It does taste fizzier. Uh, because it's a German beer. Just accept the fact that you're being educated. Yes, no, no, I know, I'm just. Um, you're like a knowledge denier. <laughs> no, I just thought it was a Scottish brewery, that's all. It is a Scottish brewery! But who use a German method? <laughs> okay, right, okay, yeah. I don't think. I don't think you're going to get this at all, are you? <laughs> we'll, get your, we'll get you a tour of it, okay? <laughs> anyway, you're drinking that. We're drinking Steel from Brewery. And you like the Edinburgh one? Um, it's alright, it's a bit flat. Yeah, I, I think we can have to stay away from Scottish stuff. It's I'm really, really flat. Be Mexican yeah. again. I'm well, going to go Mexican. Plus, all problems after this, so that's a bit fizzier. I think Mexican beer's the fizziest. I'm fed up your Mexican beer shit anyway, so we're not going to talk Mexican beer anymore. What we are going to talk about is, first of all, before we get into movies, sad news this week. Sad news because. Hiding Stanton. Oh, no, that is really. That was a tough really, one. Really, really sad. Yeah. Um, 91 years old. It's a good innings. It, it, he's looked 91 since about 1970. Yeah. Years old. He's looking, he, I was looking, trying to find, like, when I was looking, like, putting stuff on Twitter, or trying to find a, a young Hiding Stanton picture. Even when he was young, he, was he still, still looked old. Grizzled, um, yeah. 
Lorraine's reference to Harry Dean was Paris, Texas, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, but he was 58 when he was in that Paris, film. Yeah. yeah, but he's just looked at the exact same. Is but I, think, I don't know, I find there's a lot of actors that I... They've never looked young, like even when they were young. So yeah. Gene Hackman, never looked like, Tommy Lee Jones, never looked young, yeah. Jack Nicholson, at times he did. Oh, he, you look youngish. Youngish, yeah, but not young. Plenty Eastwood, uh huh. Eastwood, no, Eastwood was young. Oh, but a raw, you're thinking rawhide young, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on in between that. Harry but Long, it was kind of yeah, fair enough, yeah, yeah. okay. Aye. Same with Josh Clooney. No, Clooney's no. looking fine, yeah. Is that handsome man? Yeah, handsome man, yeah. Um, who's his name? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Do you know? I, I was wondering one day. I wanted to know what Morgan Freeman looked like young, right? What does it look like? And I could only I googled image and I could only find photos from like I think the seventies, which I think is maybe when he started maybe appearing on TV right, at okay. first. And even it just looks obviously his hair's more black, and he does it. He's got less wrinkles. But it's again, still he just Freeman. still doesn't it's like. It, I would say, oh yeah, that's a dead young man. Do yeah, you know what I mean? it's not like, about Kevin Spacey. Basically, like young. Is there is young yeah, definitely. Young stuff in Kevin Spacey. He's still looks young. Do you think he's, no, he's like, like a Benjamin Button? He's got a turkey neck now. You see, you look him in um, Baby Driver. The neck's kind of going a bit wrinkled and stuff like that. And he's a bit chubbier as well. Oh, he's, he's got jowls, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of jowly, yeah. Jowly, yeah. Uh-huh. Jowly, yeah. Do you think Brad Pitt's like a Benjamin Button? Do you think he looks younger now? Or? No. A lot of makeup on Brad no. Pitt as well. It tends to make him look a lot younger. You see Brad Pitt and like he can look his age. He looks. What is he, 50 odd now, Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. He looks like a 50, like a good looking 50 year old man, a guy who keeps in shape, but still 50. Yeah. Even Arnie, Arnie, you can see young Arnie, Arnie still looks different than what he was yeah. now. But Aye. Harry Dean Stanton's always looked. Well, always looked old. Always. So you always. just commit the room or not? Just I imagine so. That was it. Yeah. Parents were. Favourite Harry Dean Stanton film? You said Paris, Texas. I think that can only, I feel like that's the only film that I can remember him from. Not even Mayo? Maybe the only film where I can remember him being. A main role. Uh huh, yeah. I feel like I have seen him maybe pop up in other things and just don't remember. Yeah, he's in tons, like yeah. hundreds of stuff. Um, I don't want to be a dick here and get us wrong, but he was in, was he in Repo Man? Yes, he was in Repo Man. Yeah. I thought I was going to you, I thought that's one you would most definitely have seen Repo Man. Alien, Alien, I think, is one everyone remember him for. He seemed like he belonged in that crew more than anybody else. Like, he sort of like, he, it's, I like the way he did it, like, sort of, it was a proper space crew and it, He's not a, an astronaut. He's a he's a janitor or like a, an engineer. It's like one of us in space. You can imagine back home having like a divorced wife, not seeing yeah. his kids, and like fuck it, I'm going off this planet. I'm going to do this mission How instead. How far can I go? the bitch can't get my alimony money? That's what he basically done, and that's why he's on that ship. Um, and his cameo was recently like um, Avengers. Yeah, it's nice like that to one see as well. Up as well. Also, Pretty in Pink. Favourite. Pink as well. Yeah, Pink. A really good story I was reading on when he died online, and something asked him like, so in Pretty in Pink. The Mori Wingwall character ends up with the jock, not Ducky. Yeah. And it's like, so how do you, as you played her father, how do you feel about the hat? I just stand takes half a second and goes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Got my part. Got my money. I don't really think care anything beyond that. What, what did he die of? Is it just old age? I think he's an ink old age. Maybe like I'm guessing that he's like. Oh, so it was actually up until. Pretty much, I think it's filmed due out this year or next year. Some of it's on production, yeah. Um, yeah, I love Harry Dean Stanton. I love Harry Dean Stanton. He probably, like, for a wee while, they would pop up in everything as a wee cameo. Like, just almost, yeah. like, he's almost steals the Avengers with one line. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's, that, it's, it's, it's like that one with Arnie that I saw, the one where Arnie plays, like, the the last stand as well. Arnie's, like, sort of this police cop in a sort of small town, and he's, like... That one with Jerry Knoxville? Yes. It's fucking terrible. That's why you've seen it. It's not a good movie, but again, Harry pops up in that for, like, two minutes. Um, also Green Mile pops up. Escape from New York as well, so get that. It's quite a shame, so I'm going to escape from New York. Um, also, last time, I didn't know him, I've not seen it in years. Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah, no, that's I can't remember who he is, I think he's definitely in it. Yeah, isn't it? 
I was looking at what I'm going, oh, okay, I know he's in that film. It's and not also, a disciple, is it? He might be a disciple. I'm not yeah. sure. He's definitely in it. And also Red Dawn. Red Dawn as well, yeah. You get to avenge him. Yeah. 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 So, poor one out for Harry Dean. It's a loss. You like Harry Dean's fan, yeah. and it's sad to him both. It's always like real good character actors, guys who like fill a role and make a world come alive about all bone, like a lot of them died quite recently. Yeah, and also there's a generation who acting's not the first profession. Like Harry like Harry Dane is in the army or in the navy and he served at Okinawa. Yeah, like a, on one of the ships. So these guys who like were like in the military and then obviously came out and decided to become actors after it. Like you don't like the cat is not like he was a he's in the military side. Ah, he he been born as a young one, he married to an actor and that's it. And pretty much everyone's like that. No one you really hear about now going, Oh, I was a fighter pilot during the like Gulf War and decided to become an actor now and again. It's very rare to hear see like acting a second career for people, it's mostly as a first career or a first choice. Danny Trail, do you think he was in prison before he was an actor? Or did I mean, I'm assuming probably, yes. But that, I don't think I don't think Danny I don't Trail? count prison as a career. Just not maybe it was a career criminal. It could be a second act. Yeah. Like, if you're talking about second acts of a life, then yes, possibly yeah. yeah. But very rarely see guys with second acts. I just wanted to You want me to die real, you want me to die real at any point in the last sixteen episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, very sad, Heidi Satin, he will be missed. Yeah. Most definitely. Okay. So it's been a weird week, Dad. Why to go and see like tons of stuff this week? And you didn't. And I didn't see that much. For yourself, have you seen much? Um, I've only really seen. Have you tried to see this? See this? Have you seen Mother? 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 Yeah, mother, mother. And you saw it as well. And it as well. Okay. Yeah, which we spoke about. We spoke about last week in detail with Barry, but just because you weren't on mic, we did talk about what you said about it. You know, yeah. we were mentioning. Yeah. Just getting your own words. Did you enjoy it a lot? Uh, brilliant. You thought it was brilliant. Absolutely. Really I think on the second we well, were mainly arranging it the first time around. Yeah, I just I just thought it was alright. Um in your camp. It was very short on horror. I I felt I felt like so I felt like for a start it, the actual start of the film, right, was actually really freaky when um, Georgie finds him in the sewer, yes. right? Because that was not expecting that at all. And I thought, oh, that's going to... Yes, I, I thought there were some genuinely freaky bits in it, but I didn't find it scary. I didn't find it any point... I didn't find it sinister. I was hoping to find it really kind of sinister and that kind of, you know, that tense way where you're like really worried something terrible is going to yeah, happen to one yeah. of those kids. And I never got that sense of it. Um, I also felt like Bill Skarsgård didn't have a lot to do. Like, there's not much, and I'm not an actress, so <laughs> I'm probably not the person to comment. Yeah. But I felt like there's not really a huge amount of actual acting, there's just a kind of lot of... He stood around looking a bit creepy and you sort of waved his arms down again. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and I did read in a magazine the other day though that there is a deleted scene, right. which is hopefully mm-hmm. going to appear in the second film, because that actually sounds really good to me, that if it's if they do include it. Oh, exactly, we'd give more to with an actor. Yeah, we'd go back to, like, I think, the 1600s, 1700s. Oh, 1700s. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Pennywise, the phones are closed. Right, okay. Pennywise. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. That's a bit interesting, that um, you're scared of clowns, you don't like clowns, do you? You're a bit kind of... Uh, I don't really like clowns, I've never really liked clowns, and I don't think it's anything that particularly... I mean, everybody that has ever went to school in Scotland and probably the whole England, and maybe everywhere around the world has heard of the, you know, the rumour that used to go around yeah. every year about killer clowns. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It wasn't even that, I just don't think I've ever particularly enjoyed clowns. 
Yeah, and I think, I think more people that the night aspect, that's all really it had going for it in the terms of the horror aspect was you don't like clowns, clowns are creepy, be creeped out by this clown. Yeah. I thought you need more than that to make I, up your scary. I thought a lot of the kid, the kid, some of the kid actors were absolutely fantastic. The kids I thought were amazing, like, I thought it was very like the stand by me, train your things aspect yeah. I thought it was, was absolutely awesome. Um, the problem I had with the horror was I thought the biggest scare or the best scare in the film was in the trailer. The bit in the toilet when she turns around and he's standing over her. Yeah. That's in the trailer. Yeah. So I knew it was coming and that really annoyed me. Why put what like a decent jump scare? Because I'm not I think jumping are quite cheap at times. Mm. That would have been a quite a good one, but you put it in the trailer and that's ruined it. I think as well, what's the I can never remember his name. What's the bad guy's name? The bad teenager? Oh I don't know. The one that terrorises him. Henry Bills. He was psychotic. Yes. Yeah, he was good. Look, I think in the, 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 what, the one from 1990, he was a bit more of a caricature bully, yeah. whereas this guy's an actual lunatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, you know, I think that's part of the problem, but that's what made Pennywise, or diminished Pennywise a lot of the time, was that most of the horror happening to the kids in their actual life was infinitely worse than what Pennywise was going to do with them. Getting carved up by bullies. Carved up by bullies, you've got the mother who's like obviously quite a, like, doing, like basically a Munchausen's by proxy. Uh-huh. You've got this, obviously the clearly sexual abuse of the girl as well. You've got the young one who's feeling the guilt of his brother own missing. Yeah, uh-huh. so they're all suffering this, and, um, suffering this horrible fate. The clown's like a secondary thing on that. They don't really need to worry about the clown. It's like, can I get through Monday without my dad fucking me, essentially? Which is infinitely worse, I think, than a, than a killer clown. You've scored so much more than you There was one thing that I said to Colin, and this it might sound really insignificant, right? But I, I get annoyed about certain things. And I got annoyed with the fact that they're always dumping their bikes in the middle of the road. I thought, I got annoyed with that as well. Why did you do as well? Yeah, I'm like, right. someone can take those bikes, even though it's 1980. Okay. One, so right, one or two times, uh-huh. yeah, fine, set the scene, their kids are carefree, it's summer, maybe kids did used to dump their bike uh-huh. everywhere, right? But I was, a, I grew up in the 90s, right? And I swear to God, see if I just kept dumping my bike in the middle of the road, my mum would have went through uh-huh. me. And then it became annoying because it was like they did it every single time, and I'm like, we, we get it, we get it. Yeah. Do you just leave your bike? Just, just put your bike on the pavement. That did annoy me, though. Can they kind of almost reference the fact one of the boys at one point puts a stand on and lets it sit? That, right. Yeah, because he's going to be the anal retentive. Yeah. But he like, still leaves it in the middle of the road with like a card you can yeah. go and blindly smack it. Out. Like, yeah, that did actually irritate me a little bit, and then yeah. that's annoying me a little bit. Um, Can't believe the scale of things. This is just pissing me off. No, but things like that get you. That doesn't make sense. I'd have left my bike quite happy. So, I gave it about seven out of ten. Would you say roughly about the same? Uh, I maybe go. I might go uh, a bit sort of six and a half. Six and a half. Maybe. Fair enough. Really? I can, I'm definitely. I'm happy to watch the yeah. next film. I just don't think it. I just don't feel like it did a huge. Amount more. I mean, it was more polished, obviously, and yes. better produced than yes, the the, 90, the one from nineteen ninety. But I don't think this this story was not any better. Any better, or do you know what I mean? It kind of and I and I wanted it. I wanted to be scared, and I wanted to have that sinister, tense, creepy. You never got oh, it. like never got it, and I never got it. So you're giving it a ten out of ten. I take it. No, so not much more. But I'm going to tell my story first of all. I might know what the story is. That's a good, that's a good okay. story. Lorraine knows this story. So me and Lorraine were talking about the movie afterwards and, and I was telling Lorraine about how in the book there's this scene in the book where when, when they're adults, um, Billy and um, Beverly go back to, to visit her parents' house. <laughs> right. You <laughs> see, you remember that? And, and because of the, the abuse and stuff like that. I, I said, is it, I've never read the book. 
right? So I couldn't tell. I don't know if it's ever only ever implied that our dad was fiddling with her, uh-huh. or it's ever actually said, right? Because okay. right? I've never read the book, and I, I can, and I think it leaves it a very kind of. Is he or isn't he? I thought the film was very right. clearly he did, but I thought, yeah. So I'm telling, right. so, t- telling Colin so this. So Saint Lorraine in, in the book, there's this part in the book where the, the two, when the adults they go back to the house and she gets really upset and angry and they both start throwing rocks at the house. Mainly like Forrest Gump style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, turns out, yeah, it was Forrest Gump. Like, you were making Forrest Gump, were you? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've interjected Forrest Gump Stop. into Steve. But you know what? I think my movie is a better movie for half of that scene. <laughs> so I think you should put that in the scene. Be a much You're mixing up thingy with Jenny, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. make her bird and fly far, far away. Yeah. Yeah. But you enjoy the film. You still um, go back and see it. I, I, really, I, I think. You see it twice now in the cinema. You go back and see it again, or you watch it again in a hurry. I would watch it again, probably small screen, not cinema. But the second time I seen it, oddly enough, I enjoyed Pennywise a lot more than I did the first time. The right, okay. first time I was quite disappointed with Pennywise, which I think I kind of said in my text yeah. last week. Same thing round, I appreciated his performance a lot more. I think it was a lot more kind of nuanced, and I think he was gone for more crazed psychotic rather than, than the kind of menace that, that Tim Curry had. Yep. So I think he's got a different spin on it. Okay. Um, and I think the fact that they only used him for about 10 minutes in total. It was very limited, did you? Really, but it was good, it was withheld. And, and the bit with the projector scene still. Was I enjoyed that scene more. That's probably the scene that I enjoyed most out of the whole film. Apart from kids together, I thought it was really yeah, fun as well. Yeah. And uh, that's and up right. So my fact last week was about Bill Skarsgård's eyes. Did yes. Did you know that? Did I tell you that? You did tell me. Right. So, so it's Bill doing. Ed up said we're going to CGI your eyes. When I can make my eyes move in like a chameleon, I'm building a chameleon for Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. There's one bit at the very very end where he's got the white eyes, uh-huh. and they both come in. Uh huh. CGI. Was that him? That was CGI. Do you think so? Yes. I, I, I I'm only better with CGI. I think it was him. We can think of him if you want. It makes, you, it makes you enjoy the film, give it an eight and a half out of eight. I'm going to send him a tweet and ask him. You ask him that question. I think I'm going to be better with CGI. I, I think you've really done that. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, we've got eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half out of ten. So you enjoyed it a lot. Covered it quite a bit. The only film I saw that you've not seen was a film called American Assassin. Which stars Taylor Lautner. No, it does not. It's directed by Michael Cuesta, who directed a film called Kill the Messenger with Franco, so that's quite good. And also a film called L.I.E., which is Brian Cox, a really creepy paedophile. Okay. It's very, a very creepy, odd, like, really dark, really twisted, gets into the skin kind of film. Um, the plot of this film is basically you've got Dylan O'Brien from the Maze Runner and what, Horizon. Is she the main star in Maze Runner? I don't think so. He's one of the minor. It might be he got injured on the set of the, of the sequel. And okay. I even anyway, he's sort of him and his girlfriend are on the beach in like I want to say Tunisia or something like that or some in like Indonesia or something like that. Um, he proposes to her, he goes to get a couple of drinks. As you get a couple of drinks, there's a sort of like an attack by uh, a, a terrorist force. Like or beach beach, attacks kind of like something one of those, and your girlfriend gets killed in that attack. Okay. I jumped for 18 months and you see him and, he, and he's been radicalised, but he's been radicalised in a way that He's doing it so he can infiltrate the cell that done it, so he can try and kill them all. Okay. Anyway, so he goes into this cell and he's picked up by the CIA who want to use his skills of being an infiltration as well. Making an American assassin. Making make an American assassin. He's trained by Michael Keaton. Okay. Okay. And the main bad guy is Taylor Kitsch from Friday Night Lights. John Carter. John Carter. Carter. Yeah. Who's Taylor Lautner? Taylor Lautner's the one from Twilight. He's a big wolf. All right. Can I always get those next time? Okay. Um, so. Michael Keegan, like, trained Elmo Bryan to go and infiltrate this other group. Okay. And, oh, that's basically it. 
Is it good? It's not. Is Michael Keaton good? American Assassin isn't good? No. Michael Keaton is not good in an actor, unfortunately. No, he's, he's not got much to do in whatever he does. He's, he's overacting a lot and it's not really within the tone. But that's a big problem with the film entirely. Like, is Taylor Lautner good in it? No, Taylor's <laughs> not in it either. Um, it basically it pitches itself for most of the film as a lesser bomb. Right? Right. You can go kind of like, okay, it's a, it's a basic, like, we like Bourne, like we're going to go for Bourne's story and we're going to work with that. And that's fine, you can work with an espionage story. The final act of the film just goes fucking batshit. To put it on the phone, it's like you're watching a completely different movie the final 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, you've got like, where that twist and that turn does not make sense. But implausible. Yeah, completely implausible for a start, and also just for what the tone was for most of the film before then, and then you think, like, well, no, not liking this at all. Um, no one really in the film got much to do, unfortunately. Yeah, but he doesn't have much, he's just, he's just sort of shouting most of the time, he's not really getting very not really acting really just sort of getting aggressive at times Michael Keaton is good at getting aggressive though. he is and I, I mean I'm not going to I Did love you, no, you, Michael Keaton must have been alright I'm not sure like. Michael Keaton is fine in it but not great in it he's just sort of Michael is he the best thing up I mean honestly you, you just tell me I, he probably is the best thing in it to be honest because but then he's not great in it he's not it's not Michael Keaton's best performance. I want to tweet me to you said that. Well, Michael Keaton's on a bit on a bit of a rise just now after mm-hmm. doing stuff like Birdman oh, and also uh, the Spotlight, wasn't he as well? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was also in Spider-Man recently. Spider-Man here, so well. I feel like he's had this always like rejuvenation like, after like like falling away for God knows how long after like, you know late nineties or something. Mm-hmm. He kind of fell away. So I like I like him capitalise on some better films, and I feel this is one of the ones that's gonna be it's not a good choice. Much like Costner. Is there a, a bit of a re... Like, ah, and then he did a couple of recent ones that you go... Picked a few turkeys, yeah. Uh, turkey, you go like that, then quickly forget about it again, man, if you don't start picking better films. I think I'd probably blame the direction of giving Michael Keaton rather than <laughs> Keaton himself. Yeah. I mean, you've got, to look at the, you've got to look at the head and you go, like, if the head's not doing well, then the body's going to yeah. fail. And the director's obviously, he's always happy with the take that he's given. And I would maybe go, like, let's, Michael, let's just do that one more time. Let's see if we try and argue is, uh, that. Is that a flag waving exercise? Not so much, no. No? No. I mean, it is a little bit, but not, not as much as you expect a title like that. Like I said, but apart from the last 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it, just, it goes off fucking rails and you go, like, I don't know what I'm watching now. So does it change the film? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah totally. To the point that you don't understand? No, I understand the ending, but it felt like a different movie. Yeah. It felt like two movies. Spliced the ending of one onto the other one and using to make this other separate movie. Is there production problems or anything you know about? Not that I've read, to be honest. It's just sort of one of the films, it was made for a relatively cheap budget by new Hollywood standards, you know, sort of like, I think maybe 60 or 65 million. Some of the CGI is a bit dodgy and looks like that kind of money. Um, but no, it wasn't. Nothing troubled from what I heard, just sort of just, just one of the things. Yeah, it's quite one to see 14th performance. They really come together. TV? Yes, again, it's a DVD watch, Netflix watch one night. Like, Idris, I watched this week on Netflix, I watched a film called USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage, mm-hmm. with Nick Cage and uh, yeah. Thomas Jane, and it's all about the Indianapolis getting sunk in the sharks, and basically the story from Jaws. Yeah. And it's just as decent as American Assassin. I enjoyed them both equally, which was a 4 out of 10. Yeah. So what are you giving this? 4 out of 10, yeah. Both from, both from 4 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's scathing. It was not scathing, it's just not great. That's all. It was more, like, more misses than hits. Did Jill see it with you? No, it was myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's it weird because I went into the cinema. Well, I wanted to think it's like third floor on Renfrew Street. 
and it was packed, like the whole place was packed. I'm like, holy shit, this is like Eric and Saf has really drawn them in today. And I went into cinema, me and one other guy was in it. <laughs> it was like going on in two screens, the one next to it and the one next to that. So everyone's going to see it, and just me walking into the guy, the guy, the guy like, I think it went like that. Give me a double take, I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, that's, I've, I've seen the other one. So I'm going to go see American Assassin. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, DVD and, or Netflix watch. Yeah, I'll wait until it comes out and I'll put it in. Four out of ten, that's better. It's bad for me, yeah. yeah so. Moving on to one that you saw last night that I've not seen yet. Mother. Mother. How do you pronounce it? Because it's like a small M with a. You have to like go. I think you pronounce it mother, but. I just, you have to go. Mother. Being God's like, Major, I can't do the whole TH thing. Or together, so. you could pronounce it as in you're about to say, your mother. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you make a swear word. Your mother Hubbard. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, cool. um, yeah, directed me. by. Who did it? Darren Arnold directed it. Dan, who did? Who did Black Swan? And Noah and Wrecking for a Dream. And Wrecking for a Dream and something else. Can't remember what else. Okay. Um, who's in it? Who's in it? Is um, Javier Bardem? Is it Bardem or Bardem? Bardem. 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 Javier. Not Bardem. Javier. No. Javier Bardem. Um, Javier Bardem. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yep. Ed Harris. Yep. Michelle Pfeiffer. And the two brothers, um, the Gleason brothers are in it as well. Oh, as well. Yeah. They're not, they're not the trailer though, oddly. No, no, no. Domo and... Hey, there's, there's a third that reveal with me around the film if you know oh, they're no, in it. No, 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 okay. no, you just need to know that they're in it. Okay, fair enough, no. right, they're in it. Um, me and Lorraine seen it last night and I'm still kind of... What's the plot of the film based? Without ruining it, what's rough with the plot? Jesus. That's the thing, right? So basically, when you're watching the film, right, I've come away from, right, <laughs> we, watched, we watched the film, right, and it was, um, no one left. Which is surprising, because I heard a lot of people leaving during this yeah. film. But yeah. someone did shout at the end of the film, what the fuck was that? Right, okay. Thanks. And as you're watching the film, you're like, you're like, what is actually going on? Okay. Right, we're, what point are we getting to? Right, and then you kind of, you need to obviously, you need to, from start to beginning, from start to beginning, because you'll, you'll never get anywhere if you just say it's start to the beginning. From start to end, it, it makes a loop and it makes sense. What's right? the general plot of the film then? It's There's not a plot to the film. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Bartlett are married. They're married and he's a writer. And you live in a house. And she's kind of done up the house, right? Yeah, it's an old house, trailer, yeah. right? And it's, but that, I mean. Um, they get visitors. They get visitors. They get two visitors yeah. and then they get more visitors and that kind of disrupts their, their happy little life. Right, okay. okay. And then there's a shift. Right, okay. Yeah. And everything is tranquil again. And then it seems to start happening all over again. Okay. But it just gets crazier. And right, crazier yeah. and crazier. It ramps up crazy. It gets like, like it goes up to eleven, yeah, okay. right? Very, very quickly. Right. How long is the film roughly? Two hours. Two hours, yeah. Is it a long tour? Do you feel like you've watched a film for a long time? Or is it sometimes I feel I felt a little bit like, come on to fuck, like uh, what's what's the story here? Uh, yeah. And other times you 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 can't not watch, you can't yeah. not you need to know. I don't know about you, but I found it actually physically hard to watch and I mean like physically with my eyes right okay because I felt like I don't know if there's a lot of really close up yeah I don't don't, and also I don't know if it's the the cinematographer the picture is meant to look like this but it's almost sort of grainy there's like a graininess the focus is slightly off right right? and you spend a lot of time with camera right at Jennifer Lawrence's face or behind her behind her head it's moving it with her so you, 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 the house they live in, you find it. I find it really confusing, and it hardly ever pans out so that you can actually see what. Like a room or anything. Yeah. Well, it shows you, but you don't know how big the house ever is because right. she'll spend 
15 minutes running walking around, around the house looking for our husbands yeah right. but then there's all times you look at you be able to yeah, but there's a lot of room there next to you and you kind of get the scale then you lose it again so right, it just okay. moves you about with, with the kind of so the house is a big part of the story though yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's only based on the house yeah alright so it's yeah. fair yeah. is it three parts that would you say yeah so basically we watched it and I think we discussed it and we were discussing it walking down to get the train and a lot of our ideas were right and we were on the right track and that wasn't intended by the way I didn't mean that you I, I realised I was just saying that she could write for the sun um, <laughs> and then I think um, when we got on the train I was like fuck this do you know what I'm going to have to google it I'm going to have to actually try and get answers for it and yeah. we were right a lot of it we were, we were, we were right about compared, compared to something maybe like you've seen a ghost story mm. I mean you both saw that is it frustrating at times as that or is it a yeah. It's sort of like it, for long chunks, you kind of go and you're trying to understand why the purpose of this. I think, I think it doesn't. You do leave it and it will come to you. You'll click eventually and you'll be like, right, okay. I, I can, once you get one part, that's what it is. I think it is. If you figure out one part, everything else can. Different subject matter, but I had the same feeling when I watched Arrival the first time in cinema, but I didn't really get it the first time I saw it and I was a bit kind of let down by it. Then I rewatched it recently on DVD and I, and I absolutely got it once I knew where it was going. You think, Mother, if you watch it again, you maybe see the start of the film in a different light because of it? No, no, I've got it. I've got what the film is. I've got it. It's now that I've confirmed the yeah. things that we thought about it. I think it. what happened with this one is people see it and they'll, they'll maybe they'll leave not knowing or understanding. They'll get it after they've seen it, go back and see it and then be arseholes about it and be like, oh yeah, I've seen it now and understand right. it. And that's where they're picking up. But I think a lot of people won't get it because I don't think the trailer, the trailer, I feel, for, you know, gave you the idea that it was going to be like a weird culty Rosemary's Baby. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that's the vibe I got Sinister, horror. Yeah. But a lot of the things that you see in the trailer are things, very small parts yeah, of the yeah. film that I actually necessarily to do with the, the, the actual narrative of the story yeah not too much yet. it's not based on all okay. those like particular scenes have you seen other stuff by Aronofsky I've only seen Black Swan I think is it would you say it's Black Swan's more linear in narrative yeah, Black I think it is and I, I think I remember watching Black Swan and being like what was that what what was the big deal about it a bit and I was like oh that's kind of annoying because I was expecting it to be a bit I expected it to be more of a story yeah because actually in the end, Mother isn't, it's a story that's already been told, uh-huh, so yeah, it's, yeah. there's not that much of a story to it. Performance-wise, everybody good at it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, I think it's a strong cast. Jennifer Lawrence is always good she's, anyway. She really has she's really about she's she's yeah. um, she really kind of watched with presence. Bardem, we were talking Bardem. about Bardem. 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 I can't mean big friends. No, it's Bardem. No, we're cool. No, it's Bardem. He says call, you call me Bardem. No. I think they played very well together with her. She plays this very you could always say anxious or worried. She's very oh, she's yeah. she's quiet and she's you can see she's always watching and taking everything in and you know she's uptight and right. he's the jovial kinda friendly, everything's okay yeah, type of Do you believe with a couple? Uh yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, uh-huh. Um, I think it, it, as well, it kind of highlights the fact that he's so easy going. Right. Only serves to highlight how freaked out and uptight she is. But that's what I've been watching a lot of when I watch Because I don't think he actually makes her feel better. Better. Aye. Do you know what I mean? 
surprised. It's, it's, it's like, it's been, is she, I, you can tell. The I more laid back he is, the more she thinks, oh, you should be panicking. Yeah, the fact that yeah. she's not freaking out when things are spinning out of control would actually, see, that would just wind me up. Yeah. I'd punch, yeah, yeah. I, and I'd go out with the Zen Master, so yeah, imagine. True, yeah, yeah, me wind up by nothing, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, but it's something I've been watching films recently, and a lot of the time I spend a lot of stuff watching it and try to work out why it's not in the film most times they have in the film of like what would make that couple get together yeah and when I'm watching Javier Bardem and I'm watching Jennifer Lawrence I'm trying to work out why they've been there ah but you don't need to no you don't need to no you might for a while yeah but you don't need to don't need to because when you you can even I mean if you IMDB them right you could find out what their characters names are probably in fact I've not even looked up the characters names in IMDB but I found it somewhere and it'll all make sense. Yeah. Okay. Don't, 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 don't do that, no. I've not seen it yet. I'm going to go see it on Monday. Did you like it out of 10? What did you give it? I, I, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Not because I didn't like it. It's just... We, we kind of went home last night and Lorraine made me watch... Um, I made... Right, it was... Grace, it was just yeah. Because my mind was just... <laughs> he's worked with you, yeah. He's kept with you. Aye, and, and she was like, just watch this and, and it'll kind of dissipate a wee bit. And it, it kind of did. But I think... It's, I like films that stick with you and it just hangs on and on and it just turns itself over and over in your head. I totally on. had the maddest, I have pretty crazy dreams anyway and I had a really mad dream last night which I'm pretty sure was completely affected and influenced yeah. by, by that film. Uh-huh. Ben, I mean, that's good art though, if, it, if, it, if you watch something and then so often you watch stuff, I mean you've talked about this before, where by the time you hit the bottom of the escalator from the cinema, you've kind of forgotten that yeah, film, you've moved on and you don't really give a damn about it. Mm-hmm. If you can still have thoughts about that when you got home at night and you're mm-hmm. still talking about it the next day, you still think about it, that's, yeah. it, the film has actually done its job, mm-hmm. whether you like it or dislike it, it's sort of mm-hmm. almost a secondary thing. Yeah. Like, so he gives it like a 5, 6.5 out of 10. Ooh, the light's dimmed and it's gone a bit romantic in there, <laughs> just as I was making my decision <laughs> I think my first reaction is to give it a six, but I think actually if I watched it again, I'd probably go. And I would give it a seven because there's some really good performances in there, and I think because I've got to grips with, if I watched it again, I'd properly, I'd, I'd get to properly so enjoy it. I'm really knowing what it's about when you watch it second time. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. That's my thing. Arrival as well. Like, like Arrival, the second you watch it, you get more yeah, from it. I think, so. think I like it. I think, I think you will, yeah. You think um, Jill will like it? No. No? Um, I, don't, I don't think Jill will. You think Jill will sleep through it? She will. She will sleep through it. Actually, I, I don't know. It's a hard one to sleep through because it, it moves. It, it's got a pace, isn't it? It definitely kind of carries you. Carries on. you Actually, can. it never fucking stops, does it? It doesn't. It, there's no... It, it, like, I know, I've just realised that it doesn't... It, is it all set at the one time? Or is it like over different days? Or? It's over a course of about a year, maybe. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, but but uh, it just goes, you know, the first thing happens and then the next thing happens and there's but not... She's in constant motion, just going round and round that house. Yeah, it just, just constantly goes. At the time, the film was Maranowski and Lawrence are dating. Can you get that from the film, the fact that the director was dating the lead actress? No, I didn't know that like there's no sort of like is he in love with her with the camera is he sort of fall is it that he because he was in love with her at the time is he sort of like with the camera on her more is he sort of maybe, maybe that's why the close-ups are better I don't know I think there's another reason for that yeah. I don't think it's it's not done in a loving way yeah, it's right, done okay. in a it's it's almost suffocating right. watching it like see, imagine being like being stuck to somebody and walking around with them there was a film out a few years ago I can't remember the name of it I think it had Mary Elizabeth no Mary Elizabeth one of the Olsen's, Elizabeth Olsen, I think. Was Elizabeth it? Olsen. And it was all about, it was a 
horror film done in one shot. Right. If they call it Still House or something like that, and again, it's much like that from the top like this, it's like, it just follows her from start to finish. So you spend the whole film literally trapped to her, yeah. to yeah. one person, to the whole person, and it, it, it kind of does become again, but like you said, really sort of suffocating, it's not really going like, I feel like I'm intruding way too much, mm-hmm. like on this person's life, I shouldn't be that close someone for that long. Mm-hmm. Same like when we saw a ghost story. Yeah. And you watch her communication ghost story. Yeah, you do, you start to feel like really You watch something intrusive. Yeah. I was it really personal for a long, long, long time. But like you should be you back scrum, you kinda of move in your seat and you're like I don't want you to be seeing so much of this. Silent House was the name of the film with um, Worth watching. I like Elizabeth Olsen. It's all one take, it's done, you can, if you know where you're looking, you can see the, you can see the, um, the touch, but it's supposed to be all one take in this one horror film. Is Elizabeth uh, she's, not a, a, she's not a twin. No, she's not a witch. She's not a witch. Yeah, she's Scarlet Witch. Have you watched John Oliver on um, The Daily Show? Or his new show, The Tonight Show? Becky guy. Uh-huh. English? Yeah. Yeah. He's got an idea that the Olsen twins are not actually twins, they're just one person. They're pretending to be twins. He doesn't know why they're doing it yet, but he knows that's what they're doing. Um, back to Mother. Back to Mother, yeah. There, there, there was one bit in it that it's in the trailer anyway, this bit. There's a bit with the tunnel. Where she the tunnel. Oh, yeah. Um, ah, yeah. Right, in the movie, it doesn't do anything with that. Well, I'm, I'm thinking if you, watch it, well. if you watch it again, will you then think, ah, right, this is why? That to me looked like a third act reveal type thing in the trailer. It, not really, no. Unless, again, but it's, it might be that we have missed it or I've missed it, and maybe you haven't, and you've got a reason for it. But I'm wondering if in a second view, stuff like that, that makes you think that was kind of a garden path, or maybe think, oh no, wait a minute, here's why. Do you understand the walkouts that have happened during it? No, I think people are asking. Was, uh, um. If it's what I think and it's the trailers, the trailer has Pictures portrayed it to be a different kind of film movie, from yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is sort of, I mean, I've seen it a few times, the trailer to me seems to be pitching more of the kind of psychological horror kind yeah, of. Yeah, it seems quite, me, like, yeah, I, I think it one. makes the film seem like it's a faster paced film, film than what it is. Definitely not. Yeah, but, no, I, think, I think you'll enjoy it. I've been interested to hear what you think about it. Definitely worth a watch though, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Right, definitely. We're going to go see you next week at some point, so maybe I'll be touching again tomorrow while we're not watching next week. Yeah, a solid six and you're saying seven Yeah. Seven. That's not bad, guys. That's solid reviews. Anything else you see this week, Colin? There is something you saw this week and all you want to talk about it because you fell in love with it. There is. I'm going to let you. Do you need to watch this, Lorraine? This is the mission. I watched a film called Popstar. Never stop. Never stop. Never stopping. And that was a. Last year. Last year. Can I saw the cinema last year? And it's, um, if you've not heard of them, it's, it's by a, a spoof band called Only Planet, who, who basically evolved this idea um, and focused on the, this kind of ex-boy band member's solo pop career. Basically almost like a kind of like one direction. Caricatures Justin Bieber. Yes, Bieber, yes, sorry. Does. I think that's... That's definitely caricature of the guy, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely what they're aiming for, yes. But it's, it's hilarious. It, it is so, phenomenal good. so funny, and it just, it just disappeared. You were saying last year it never really got no, like any reception. Or like the me and Jill saw it in the cinema on a Tuesday night one, or Tuesday afternoon, because we're off. Um, and it was like us and one other guy, and me and the guy were absolute stitches, like really? howling with it's laughter watching funny. it. And no one else seemed to get this film, and it seemed to be finishing for a week and then just utterly die off. And I felt like of all the shit, horror, the shit comedies that are out just now, you know, you get something like Baywatch, as shit that it is, still makes, you know, 150 million. And this film is being that's a film deserves to make money. It's a genuinely it's a, it's a, funny film. Guy that it, every joke is so well structured, yeah. it's so well planned. It's on that naked gun level of like yeah. everything is done for a reason. And you might not see the joke straight away, 
but in about two scenes later, three scenes, It'll five scenes later, sense, it's yeah. going to pay off. Definitely. Like any film that for no reason is Martin Sheen punching somebody, <laughs> which you never think that the pacifist that Martin Sheen is knocking somebody. Goes, that's genius. fucking genius. And the bit with Seal, Seal? Just yeah, like, yeah, that, that was the start. Just was the scene still after the film movie. Yeah, um, it just it's a fantastic funny yeah. film. I agree. If you've not seen it, see. I think it's probably Netflix, maybe or I think it's not DVD. If, if not, it's definitely on something yeah. that I remember. Uh, um, because I watched it recently again on, I think maybe Sky, yes. it might be on Netflix as well, um, but everyone I know who's seen it has been done nothing but rave about it, because I think it's a fantastic movie. But it's an older film now, so there's no real reason that you can't find it, so yeah, that doesn't Definitely, yeah. I, I was going to rate that now, Rich, especially, it's, it's eight and a half. Eight and a half, yeah, it almost made my top ten last, yeah. last year, only yeah, last year, yeah. only last year's list I thought was really strong. It's been kept out, but it was so close to my top 10 last last year. Absolutely. Yes, well, um, other than that, anything else? I watched, the only one I watched on DVD recently was um, a well film called Ordinary World, okay. which stars Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. I've been in love with him since I was 10. I mean, I get it, he's a cheeky chappy and he's a pretty cute boy. Um, he's not an actor though. <laughs> I, I love him as a. As the only thing I've ever seen him acting is there's an episode of Nurse Jackie and he right. plays a drug addict and dies in a living room. Well, in this one he plays an aging punk rock star. It's <laughs> well, fucking true though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is he really having to play it? Yeah, um, it's also starring uh, Selma Blair as well, who's in Hellboy. Hellboy She's got yeah. no forehead. She's got no forehead. Um, also, Judy Greer, you know, from the Mum in Jurassic World. She's in everything. She's yeah, in, yeah, she's in Archer as well. Really yeah. funny in Archer. Um, I think that's the only kind of guys who are in it you would know. What's that bit? It's basically, he is a guy who had a punk rock band when he was younger. He didn't quite make it big. Now he's a dad. He's got a couple of three kids. And he's trying to live the dad lifestyle. He's coming forth. He's having a bit of a mental breakdown because of it. So he wants to start this big, massive party with his old bandmates and through that he realises you know what being a punk rock star is not what I really want I want to be a dad and love my kids is it again. a comedy? it's supposed to be a comedy it's not, funny it's not really funny bro. does it have Mike Dunn or the other tree in it? Tree Tree Kill's not in it no but it does have Joan Jett oh, okay. pops up for a cameo which was odd is she not, she's not his mum is she? she's not his mum no 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 no, no, no. Um, it's, it's just it's not very good to be honest did you watch it? I watched it myself, I'm not a crush on Billy Joe Armstrong, but I am a Green Day fan. Um, particularly early Green Day, not so much after American Idiot, but from like warning backwards. I'm a big Green Day fan, so I wanted to see what can this man do. Uh, this is apparently the thing he put on hiatus while he was doing, or this is what he done while he put Green Day on hiatus, before they right. done like, the more recent albums. He was becoming quite an actor. Um, but that's been me watching. Find the Oscars are safe for a while. I think everyone else who, who can't act will be not worried about Billy Joe Armstrong. After hearing my shit reviews, it's something you'd still want to see her in because you like him so much? Or? I'm 32 now, I'm not 10 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would still want to see fucking Brett Michaels. No, because what if it just shatters the illusion? Yeah. And I'm heartbroken. I don't know. Let's just live a bit. I like I just, I just, just sit, leave teenage Larry on. Yeah. like just watching something like yeah. really sad happening, like someone having a complete nutter, like you know, might as well just like shit and piss himself at the same time. Yeah. No, don't. Obviously, avoid it if you're a Billy Joe fan. Yeah. Uh, you should be one you say go leave. Let him live as he is in your memory. Keep, keep the legend. Keep the legend alive <laughs> as punk rock star. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't watch this film, don't listen to anything after after warning, and just keep Green Day as it once were. Out of 10. Out of 10, it's a low 3. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a, even Jill, who normally watches all these shit films like this, she struggled with it. Yeah. And it's only 82 minutes long, and it felt like a long 82 minutes. 82 minutes? Yeah, it felt like a long film. Is it Mordecai Lane was about? No, it's not a bad, it's not bad and like this is ridiculously awful. Just, it's just really dull. And not nothing really in it feels like it's, it's a, like, 
is a big deal. It's quite middle class in that respect, you know. Um, was that a, did he get any release at all? Cinema? Or no, I don't think so. Where did you find this Netflix? film? Don't Sky. I was just I was cycling through things on Sky and I found it. I had a day off work the other week and I decided that, oh, this, I'm gonna, this is going to be great. I'm going to wear my pyjamas all day and wear it, watch Netflix all day. And every single fucking film I chose was dreadful. What did you pick? Are we interested? I can only remember one of them right now. What was it? Uh, the Mist. But like, the TV show or the film one? The Fog? What the fuck is it the called? The Fog. The one with um, Tom Selma Welling. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's dreadful. <laughs> it's a bad, bad film. Yeah, the show's amazing. The book's really good. <laughs> really good, yeah. Get, it's a bad film. And I did start to actually watch The Mist on Netflix and I'm ca- I've am i stopped watching it because I'm like, is anything going to happen? Why does she keep playing with bugs in jars? Yeah, like, not good. Th- th- no, it's not good. Not I good. watched the first one when I was like, yeah, Barry's gone last week. He's trying to watch it. I think he's kind of going to give up on it though. I think he's I don't enjoying it so much. Actually, I also watched um, uh, Some Kind of Wonderful from 1987. Can't be bad. It wasn't dreadful, but it wasn't great. No. It was pretty boring. Who's in it? As, I mean, for a 1980s, you know, teen angst oh, film. That's a John Hughes one that he done because... Eric Stoltz is in it. Yes, but more, yeah, that's the one that's got more Ringles in it, hasn't it? Am I think the wrong film? Mary Stuart Masterton. Yeah, sorry. And uh, Tia, no, Caroline Thompson. Yeah, sorry. He wanted to cast more Ringles in that film. John Hughes, I might be wrong, I'm going to check this out, but I'm pretty sure he, he wanted to... He wanted Ringwald, didn't get it, so he had to put on... Uh, but Thompson. because of that... They fell out, that's why they never worked together again. John Hughes never worked together again. We more than England. Okay, so yes. she's not a bit sick of being in teen films. Oh, no. And that's one with Eric Stoltz. Leah Thompson's all going on. Yeah, oh, Leah Thompson, because she played Caroline in the city, that's yes. something enough for her. She, is it not the geeky boy, the geeky girl gets the geeky boy in this one? In the end, Jim. Yeah, yes, that's who you want. Well, they're not geeky. But they're kind of nerd, not the, not the, um, the jock boy. They're, they're, they're probably, probably even class is a bit weird. Yeah, because he wanted to end. Um, pretty in pink right. with more Ringwald getting ducky yeah. Yeah. but the studio went no we don't want it we want it to, to end up with the job the job he had a big fight with the studio so that went away and, and John Hughes it's wrote it's even got Elias Coteus in yes, it and that is that Coteus. Uh, who's way too old to be playing like a high school even bully even then he must be too old to play he must be at least in his 30s at that point surely yeah definitely definitely yeah. Yeah. he's not that old is he Elias. he was he was too old too old to play in that yeah. too old yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Anybody in the other scene? That was pretty much it for me. Um, what did you, you seen a big film? I saw a big film, the one that was, it? it was Close Encounter of the Third Kind. Which has been remastered. Remastered. Same, the same title. Title. Close Encounter of the Third Kind. Got the full title, not just Close Encounters. It is a 4K restoration, so I've not touched it up in any way. I've just cleaned it to make it look better, which is good. Cause I'm, I'm always wary of films where they, they, um, they do something to it like they actually try and amend it. Terminator 2 did actually have two amendments in it, which I, didn't, I found about after I thought about it at the time. Yeah. They took away the bit when Arnie jumps off into the, the kind of river bit with the, on the motorbike. Uh-huh. They replaced Arnie's face. Okay. Because the stuntman, if you watch the DVD, it is most clearly definitely not Arnold Schwarzenegger on that motorbike. Yeah. So they're on the facial yeah. replacement on that. And also the bit where when the truck comes down the same bit, yeah. the windscreen falls out, mm-hmm. and then the next shot you see him punch the windscreen out. Right, so they put the windscreen in so when you punch it, punch it. That's what he's like. Anyway, back to closing counts. Yeah, closing counts. Folky restoration, directed by Steven Spielberg, give it the full credit. Also, written by Steven Spielberg, actually. Yeah. One of the, I think, probably the last film he wrote 
as well, I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's very much shied away from writing for a long, long time. He, has, he obviously has a massive input into his scripts, yeah. but he's not getting the writing credit on a lot of them. Okay. Um, it looked phenomenal, basically. It really was. It was worth every every penny of payment was worth it for that one moment when you see the mothership over Devil's Tower. Just coming in. It looked fucking just unbelievable in that in that basically. It was so good. Like so amazing. I take it the sound would benefit. Sound as well. again yeah. was fantastic as well. Um have you seen Close Encounters of the Fucking? I don't think I have. No. no. Hang on. No. Is it a Steve, is Steve Gutenberg in it? No. Or am I thinking of Cocoon? You couldn't be thinking of, yeah. <laughs> different film. film Good well. film, but not the same Is that level. not Aliens as well? Aliens as well, yes. Yeah, yeah. But different. Aliens and old people. Yeah. Aliens and old people. Right, okay. old people on it. Jessica Tandy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This one's got Richard Dreyfuss in it, which is... Dreyfuss. Yeah. He's a man. Um, what I loved about it was not only the film itself, but when I was watching it, it was quite an empty time, unfortunately, not a lot of people in it, but there's a couple of families coming with really young kids, I'm talking like maybe six or seven or eight years old, okay. watching I thought, that's really odd, like, like 8pm on a Monday night, taking your eight-year-old kid to go see Close Encounters, really but at one point I looked across and the, the wee kid was just in between mum and dad, like eyes, like wide saucers, like mouth, absolutely like a guy watching it, and I'm like, oh, that's so good. I wouldn't believe that you're you're doing the parenting right. You're not. Here's my copy of Reservoir Dogs. Don't watch that. She'll, she will learn so much from this. Um, but that made me really smile. The fact the parents taking the kids to their films and the kids, the kids was getting. The kids was. They were all the kids were wrote so respectful. They, they didn't talk or shout or get bored. It is a time quite a long yeah, film. Definitely. It, it gets it's not a lot for kids in it. Yeah. So the kids were watching it. They were all patient with it, and then it gets to the final scenes, and all the kids looked stunned by it. And I thought that was really awesome. They're doing that. Um, what got me about the most was see the um, the dinner scene. That's my favourite scene. That was this is only made after Jaws, mm. and I think it's only I only really twig when I was watching it the first time. It echoes so well with Jaws because Jaws you get two really interesting or three interesting dinner scenes. Yeah. Or, I'm gonna say two, sorry. You get the one when he's sitting there with his kid, yeah. and there's a real sweetness about that scene, uh-huh. and it's really like a real kind of happy moment in that in that film. This one is not a happy one. This is like basically kids watching their dad having a breakdown on like in front of them. Did the kids know that? Or do you think? Oh, but one of the kids is crying. The oldest yeah. boy's crying his eyes out, so he knows what's happening. Yeah. And Bridget and says, "You might have noticed things aren't quite right with daddy right now." So mm. you can see this guy breaking down. And maybe that's the thing a bit about Spielberg: the fact that like, he does this a lot. Like dinner seems seems to be sort of a staple of. His life. Either his life that he's up his echo in his film, because I think like, they have it in Private Ryan, this quiet moment, we're all sitting in the church, this is maybe not dinner, but all these nice quiet moments. You have it in Posting Playhouse, obviously. You have it in ET as well. Yeah. They start ET, they're all sitting around, they're all, there's this quiet family moment. They seem to do this quite a lot. He's trying to, like, he's, that's maybe makes me work who he is. He can do the big, bombastic, amazing scenes, but when he brings it down to this real personal level, Family is sitting around the table having dinner. That's where it's such a beautiful and that's what brings the life. You think about Jaws as well. The three of them sitting around the table at um, on the boat is probably the best scene. A film is it's a fantastic like, horror, like um, horror summer blockbuster. The best moment in that film with three guys sitting around the table talking. And again, you get the same with Private Ryan. My favourite scene in Private Ryan is the scene's not when like, the scene when they walk the beaches and phenomenal. But the scene when you get the, the, the five guys all sitting around talking are, are my favourite moments in the film. And you think, and I think like other people from like Indiana Jones again. Some of the scenes where they're just sitting like him and uh, Marion are just sitting around in the, in the car. Yeah, the that's the best moments in the film. You know, he, he does that so so well, and I've, I've really noticed that in this film again. Like, it's just so many that part because it is that that's the family. 
and maybe that's why he appeals to so many. That's why he's found out through so many people. Not that he can do the big statement, but he can make it feel so good. Give it so much heart, and that makes it work. But yeah, I absolutely adored it on the big screen. It was such a great thing to see. Uh, it was made me so happy to see you on the big screen. One of my favourite films of all time. It was so good to see you on the big screen. I was working. Yeah. Hopefully we'll do it again. I don't think we'll do it again. But it was really nice as well before the film. You'll be intro. I'll show you a bit behind the scenes and how they made the film. And such something's like really low budget. Like for the scene when you see the thing going down the, the chimney, you see the hand up to. Uh-huh. That had to put a camera on a rope just fucking threw it down a chimney. Yeah, that was it. Was it the special edition or just the. No, it's the normal one, yeah, it's the standard edition. Um, but also introduced by J.J. Abrams. Okay. And also by Denis Villeneuve. We did a rival, we did Blade Runner, right, Prisoner, okay, so him. Uh, and you realise how much of a rival is. I echoed. thought Dennis Villeneuve put that. How much of a rival echoes what goes into yeah. it. You can see so much of yeah. an arrival. You see, also, J.J. Abrams is Spielberg's boy, so yeah. I mean, you can see where he gets all his stuff from. So it's really nice to see them two both showing such homage to this film. And I found, I knew it kind of already, but John Williams done the score for Close Encounters mm-hmm. the same year as Star Wars. Right. That's. That's a big one-two punch yeah. in one year for a guy, you know, it's like that's pretty epic to, to battle those two in the same calendar year. Yeah, it's his fucking status now, though. Yeah, it's why John Williams is John Williams, because he can do shit like that, but that's to me with phenomenal. Yeah. If you do, Star Wars is a phenomenal, like, Star Wars theme is one of the best things in the world, and one of the most memorable ones. And then Brent goes out, it's the theme and the music makes that film. In the same way that the theme makes Jaws yeah. more intimidating, you know, that's all they do. That, remember that, it's so iconic and I think it's so cool we've done that. Yeah. But then the thing, Colin, just move on before we finish up. I hope you're around think about this. I've had a, a wee, a wee thing. So, we've seen a few recently, they've done Terminator. Yep. They did, I've seen it recently. Last, Last year, year they've done Clerks for us. We saw Clerks in the first Tremors as well. Tremors on the big screen as well. Yeah. What would you want to see at Mad Max as well? Mad Max. What would you want to see at Mad Max 1 and 2? And they've done Terminator as well. And Alien and Aliens as well. And they're showing Blade Runner next week as well. Final cut. What would you want to see in the big screen? Um, Batman. I've got Batman, I've wrote down Batman, <laughs> Batman Tim Burton. Tim Burton's Batman. I would like to do the mystery as well. I think they're going to get shown at like Comic Cons and stuff, they show it, but like you see a proper projection on like a proper like good cinema. Um, and Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park the cinema? I'd love to see it just for that. That's the second film I saw in the cinema. Do you get any other in? What do you want to see in the cinema? If you had a chance to see something you've not seen before in the cinema, what do you want to see? Oh Christ, I don't know. That is, <laughs> throw me a, a wild card, a, a curveball or something here. Look at me, I'm speechless. Richard, go. I will, I'll vamp while you go. We will come back to you. Uh, the Abyss. Yeah. Yeah. But specifically the special edition. Because mm-hmm. it is one of the few director's cuts that is genuinely better than the original. Yeah. Aliens as well. But Aliens, well. Aliens director's cut is not better. Is it not? No, it's not. Aliens, Aliens is a better film without the director's cut. I don't know. You like the director's cut better than the first one? Discuss, this, is, this is a discussion of okay. all time. But I yeah. think there's very few films where the director's cut actually works better. And I think The Abyss is definitely one of them. The Abyss is a fantastic film to begin with. But the director's cut odds for so much more and makes it a better film. Um, also The Thing, John Carpenter's Thing. I would thing. love to see that. that we missed it this year. We're showing it at the, um, the ski place out of Brayhead. We're showing it on a big massive projection there in the snow. Which is annoying because I think I was away and I couldn't go and see it, but that'd be really cool to see. Um, I'd like to see the Evil Dead on Big Screen. As would I. Um, because it's so in your face and uh-huh. so just focused on you know, one character at a time. But that it, could that be, I mean, could we, when we saw Clerks, we can both agree, well, it was great to see Clerks on Big Screen, but it looked hellish. That's the thing, yeah. These films are not built for digital projection on a big massive screen anymore because they're so grainy. Unless they do something to clear it up, it actually 
But then it's Liam Mustaneller, the film we seen last night murdered, that looked deliberately grainy. Uh-huh. No, I get that, but there was bits in clerks when we were watching it and you saw like Bip and Jay and Bob are dancing out the front of the store. When Bob retreats into the darkness, you can't see him. He's Home entertainment, like that. so the, the sound of it has to be entertaining, it has to be good. You realize, like, 
people went to watch it not because they had nothing else to do, because they had other stuff to do, and they had to, you know, such a lot of money, they had to go and watch something they wanted to see. This is why they went to see it, because it was genuinely, these guys were so entertaining at what they did. Well, a lot of them had their start in vaudeville and musicals uh-huh, yeah, as well, well yeah. which eventually died a death. Exactly, so the films need to be entertaining. It's, 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 I've wanted to see it as well. They did show North Franklin at the Cineworld about a year and a half ago, though. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. seen it. I didn't see it, I've got to go and see it. I've never seen it at all. Um, and they all showed the closet of Cabinet of Dr. Calgary, that's like sort of one of the first early zombie films as well. Right. Yeah. Up there as the thing as well. So yeah. they do now and again show it. It's a shame they don't show it more often because they used to do it all the time up there. Like it's almost like every Tuesday night yeah. they put on just something completely random. Uh, something about Ken Ortega. Ever since they've done the thing with, uh, where they made the top floor, like the VIP section, that sort of died a death now. They've not put on these old films anymore. It's a real shame, I think it's really fun yeah. to watch like, the old flicks. Yeah. Colin, you want to tell me where to find us? You can find us on. And Mike, you can find us at number three beers in the movie at gmail.com um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram now as well. Um, so feel free to email us, leave us comments, likes, let us know what you think. Um, any questions, you can you can post them off to us as well. Yep. And uh, next week we've got Kingsman, Kingsman Two: The Golden Circle. Yep. Proper title. And I'm going to go and watch Wind River. Really, so I've seen that already. Yeah, so I'll give you my thoughts. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, what have we got? Borg McEnroe. Don't know if I've seen I'm, in, I'm always doing by the booth. Um, Shia, Shia, yeah. Shia, Shia always interests me. Yeah, he's, he's, a bit, he's, he's got Nick Cage about him. I was just going to say yeah. he's becoming a new Nick Cage. Yeah. Properly, you're not really sure what you're going to deliver, but you're going to deliver something. Yeah. Um, um, we're also about right now in the cinema is Victorian Abdul. Which I'm not going to go and see. Why not? I don't fancy it. You don't fancy it? Not mm. even for um, Dame Judy Dench? Yeah. It looks to me like Mr. Mrs. Mrs. Brown with an Indian guy, essentially. Um, honestly, if I was scanning, if I was channel surfing at home and I seen it, I would keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to go see Mother this week as well, hopefully. So we can look forward to that. So we'll discuss all of this next week. Um, yes. But in the meantime, I've been Colin. You've been Richard, and you have been. Oh yeah, Lorraine. <laughs> and you've been listening to. Three beers in a movie.